0: Hey, you're listening to Uninverted Cosmogram here on Inverted Confusion. Today we'll be talking to Yud Adar Tavshin Pe Aleph. Yud Adar Tavshin Pe Aleph. Yud Adar Tavshin Pe Aleph. Boe the Daber. Hey, welcome to another episode of Inverted Confusion. You are listening to an inverted cosmogram talking to Yud Adar, Tavshin Aleph. We have made it to Yud. We have made it through the first nine the first sequence of nine, the nine archetypal letters, and we are in Yud, we are in the seed. We have completed that first nine, which is the construction of the seed, which is uh, planted within the physical world and which gives birth to our uh, separated existence uh, as these series of nines repeat. Um, the. No, number one being Aleph, which is kind of uh, associated with uh, infinity and a paradoxical uh, entirety and unification of opposites. Um, we have with Yud uh, that process being mirrored within the physical world with the initial conception of an actual concrete. Uh, separated thing as opposed to a uh, large abstraction as these first nine were within the archetypal um, we're dealing um, now the the, this is a seed but it's a um, it's a feminine seed and so we are getting into uh the real building here we're not just building ideas um we're building something concrete we're building something physical or at least the seed of it and this chart today um we're getting some new uh earth energy coming in here mars has finally left aries and is in taurus and uh, i'm pretty uh, happy about that. I usually try not to insert uh, my personal opinions about um, where the planets are, um, but I just can't hide my preference for Mars being out of Aries. Um, Hopefully, um, some of the aggression will tone down and we can have some more Open communication. Um, there's other um, favorable aspects going on as well. We have our moon has traveled to sidereal Gemini uh, and it is trining the sun, which is uh, still in the first deacon of Aquarius, but is just about through that first deacon, and that is actually, um, the only, um, aspect, major aspect that I'm seeing for the moon today. Uh, the sun is still sextiling Uranus, and we really focused on that a lot yesterday. Um, the sun being in Aquarius, which is Uranus's sign, um, And that really uh, this important uh, building that Uranus had been doing uh, with Mars was conjunct with Mars for a long time. And now um, for the first day since I've been doing this, they are no longer joined in Aries. So uh, I'm going to be really um, paying attention and I'll hopefully report back about any differences that I'm noticing there. Um, and then for, um, I think everything other than that, I'll just run through them anyway for anybody who's listening new and Mercury is still holding things down in Capricorn sitting right in between, uh, Jupiter and Saturn and conjunct them both. And Mercury is still uh, sextiling Chiron um, along with Saturn. Mercury and Saturn both sextiling Chiron, which is in Pisces, our only, our sole uh, planet, at least that's in this chart, um, that is uh, planetoid. That is in Pisces, our sign for the month of Ah, Venus is still squaring Mars, but now Mars is in Taurus, uh, the sign of Venus. So that square will be looking different. Uh, and this, this, this Venus Mars square, uh, I've really been thinking about a lot lately too. Um, as its uh, importance, I think this square, um, this opposition between uh, Mercury, sorry, between Venus and Mars, uh, is really uh, weighs heavily upon uh, the human psyche and uh, feeds into a lot of the um, the gender conflicts that go on. Um, Emmanuel Velikovsky this is my first time getting into Velikovsky. I do mention Electric Universe, um, and that's really my orientation when I'm doing this, but I haven't talked about it at very much length yet. Um, but I'm going to now. Um, Emmanuel Velikovsky cites a uh, conflict between uh, Venus and Mars as being the most uh, recent planetary cataclysm um that had happened in a human history and he has uh immense amount of uh, literature and folklore uh that he cites for this it's really one of those hidden in plain sight sort of things uh that every that readers just assume is figurative um is read as literal um and it really makes a lot more sense uh the iliad uh in particular the famous battle between uh troy and athens um there is a wonderful scene uh, which is describing mars and venus battling above troy at the same time that the humans are battling and it was really a time of uh, tremendous warfare um you know, the, the, uh, the human uh, empire, the enterprise of empire uh, began itself in the age of Aries, um carries itself through till today in, uh, you know, a bit of a modified form. Um, and that conflict, that um, spirit of conquest was really um, fomented in this time. And I think... Uh, my personal opinion is that the, uh, the the polarity of the human mind between the left and right brain uh, reflects this. Uh, trauma is known to rewire the human brain, um, and the left-right polarity, I think, um, is is uh, embodies this conflict. Um, you know, our left brain, um, uh, the logical, uh, number based, uh, only past and future assertive, um, not feeling aside from, uh, anger and then like, uh, that like dopamine reward, um, and irritation. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we have these two separate brains, you know, the right brain, um, more emotional. Oh, well, it, 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 it is where the emotions are. Uh, the, the emotions are not in the left brain, um, lives in the present tense. Uh, those oceanic feelings, uh, in most cases when people have religious experiences, spiritual experiences, these are experiences of the right brain. Uh, the right brain does not have an ego. There is no separate self within the right brain. Uh, so it's really easy for the left brain to uh, dominate. And that really is our societal construct. Is uh, it, it, it reinforces into our neurology that left brain domination. Uh, but the right brain is always there. It never goes away. It never vanishes. Uh, you don't have to search or change anything to find it uh, from my experience um, getting in touch with the right brain is about uh, turning off any desire to change things and you can get tricky with that because then you get into having a desire to not desire to change things so there is a letting go getting in touch with the right brain is uh, an action of release of letting go and there is a lot that needs to be let go of right now isn't there I know I've let go of quite a bit but there is there is a lot more that uh, I could stand to drop I will have a linked blog with this I did write a lot of notes uh, for this one and I thought this was going to be my most planned out podcast and then uh, when I tried to do it, it just didn't flow, if I wasn't doing it, spontaneous. So, you know, there's my left brain had this whole thing thought out. And, uh, you know, my right brain said, no, I I want to do the talking. I want to be the one to talk about this yud, adar, tav, shin, pe, olive you're not... Left brain, you're not making plans for this. You're not You're not the planner of this party. There's no party planner here. There's no deviled eggs in the pinata. But the left brain is certainly not to be thrown out. Um, it's really very important for them to come together. And this is where the uh, fertilizing takes place. Um, because... Uh, you know for in terms of astrology when we're talking about this left and right brain elements uh we're talking about fire and we're talking about water um which are really uh again we're, we're we're talking about venus and mercury mars i keep calling mars mercury oops But there are other elements also, Um, and I will put, I think, I'll do a blog with this, I'm going to put a link to a good video that really delves into the left-right brain um, distinction much better than I'm doing now, a YouTuber, uh, Irish YouTuber called Uber Boyo, um, who... Is really some of the best videos on Jung that I've found. But what is uh, forgotten about in this talk of uh, neuroscience is the middle brain. Uh, the third brain. Um, and we know in astrology, right, we have that the fire that goes up and we have the water that goes down. Um, And these are two polarities. These are two sides that cannot be in the same place. Uh, So you have the air is what comes and mediates between fire and water. Um, And this is tied to breath. Another important uh, tool for uh, release is breathing, is the breath. Attaching to the breath um, really allows everything else to be dropped, and so when uh, when we get into this middle brain, uh, we're dealing with the third set of nine, um, which is the letter Kuf. Our letter for this month uh, starts off that third set of nine, um, and is the only letter from that last nine that is a month. So we have this, um, we have this, uh, these two very different modes of of being, of uh, approaching the world, that are left and right brain, um, and this is mirrored in the Hebrew language between those first that first set of nine and that second set of nine, uh, that archetypal. Being um, really not uh, more about ideas, more about possibilities. Um, we're dealing with conception, um, and as we're dealing with um, not within human gender, but we're dealing with uh, archetypal uh, spiritual masculinity. Um, there are uh, there are a lot. Of seeds that are made and only one of them gets fertilized Uh, this is the um, why the idea of of being chosen of a a chosen people is something that's tied in um, with mercury and with this uh, archetypal level Uh, because you have lots and lots of possibilities there can be a hundred thoughts but only one of those thoughts is going to work because there's only one egg, um, and that is this Yud. When we get into actually doing things, when we get into actual actual manifestation, um, actually completing something, only one is chosen. But then you have the third set of nine, uh, and that is the, the letter, that which starts with the letter Kuf for this month, uh so we've got this kind of uh resonance of ones going on today you are dealing with uh carlos suarez calls it the cosmic level <clears throat> i find that a little too vague i think just like the middle brain uh what's thought of as the the primitive brain uh that approaches the Regulation of bodily functions, the lizard brain. Um, It also extends up into the inside of the brain, too. And we've got, like, uh, the pineal gland is smack in the middle of the brain. Um, You can't see it from the outside, but it is buried in there. And this cosmic level, I think, is where you have a mediation between the two so um, and what that looks like is taking turns um, when you have two things together that can't be in the same place at the same time Um, the way to mediate them is that those two things have to take turns so really the cosmic is just um, taking turns to continue along with our planets now we have Uh, We we were with Venus and Mars and their square. And now moving on to Mars, uh, still in that sextile with Neptune and that trine with Pluto. So we still have a very constructive Mars um, working with dreams and transformation, but no longer um, with that revolutionary power of Uranus. So Mars is on its own now in Taurus, and it is, I will be feeling out, um, this change, but this is, I think, one of the, one of the, uh, deeper changes going on today that we're going to, uh, be able to feel, and I'll, um check back in and hopefully have some insights on that Um, and then Jupiter and Saturn uh, are still in Capricorn that uh, Jupiter Mercury Saturn trio still in Capricorn Saturn and Mercury still squaring Uranus and Saturn still sextiling Chiron as well Make sure I get to all the planets Even those lonely ones Not having any Aspects today Pluto Still hanging out at the edge of Capricorn uh, And that First Deacon Um, I mentioned Venus Is in Aquarius Neptune Also in Aquarius And Uranus In Aries That covers all of the planets and where they are um i sure hope that some of the uh, national rhetoric gets a little less violent now that mars is out of Aries, and we can really um put uh that constructive martian problem solving energy uh, to solving some flipping problems uh, it's been doing a lot of fighting and not very much solving um, and that's you know uh, that, that, that's 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 just a waste of that of that Martian energy it can get so much so much stuff done given given the opportunity um, honing in now thinking about yud at Adar. And looking, reflecting on the birth chart for a minute here, I do want to um, weave weave one more uh, level with this discussion. We've been talking about the um, the difference between uh, left brain and right brain, and this this uh, archetypal and physical uh, levels of the Hebrew alphabet. Um, and this uh, the hermetic principle of gender um, which is a process of creation uh, by which two things can get together and form something new and the way that that is done um, by by this uh, by this uh, principle of gender is by giving and receiving and this uh, unfortunately this sadly gets confused often with uh human gender which it has absolutely nothing to do with that uh societal construct um this is talking about um reproduction and uh, i have um but anyway so um as we're bringing together uh two of these different modalities with um, this podcast with this vlog we are combining uh the idea is um, the archetype is the hebrew month and date the hebrew calendar and Sefer Yetzirah and we are Then the physical, we are looking at the sidereal birth chart of the day, which is uh, a physical. Again, the sidereal is based on, um, does the correction for precession um, to show the planets um, where they are currently in the sky. Um, So with these two, we have... um, the uh, the the human construct, the mental construct of the calendar, um, joining with the physical reality of our solar system, uh, the entity that our solar system is, um, and uh, what is born. What is born from that and what is made from that is um, is this podcast. And we are hoping um, other things too. Uh, we are creating uh, simply for the joy of creating. I have no idea um, what's going to come from this or what my goals are. Um, this is just a project that came to me and um, I'm seeing it through and I want to see what happens and I want to um, have a recording to reference of this research that I'm doing. And I thank you all um, so much for joining me in this process. I'm trying to make it accessible for people that uh, are not necessarily familiar with Hebrew, or uh, the Hebrew calendar. Um, I hope that um, I'm laying down uh, tangible reality, uh, that the entity of this uh, day cycle that we're embarking on. Um, so we can come into a relationship and really uh, make make the most of this relationship because there's 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 so much that can happen in one day. There's so much that can change in one day. Um, it's a relationship with a huge a huge potential. Um, and the days are, ju- are just going to be what they are. Uh, Days are not necessarily made by big changes, um, big, huge, epic change. Uh, oftentimes, the, the the days with big changes tend to be the the most difficult. Um, a nice, sturdy like this Mars and Taurus, a nice, sturdy day. Um, is good too. One that in which we meet our needs and we're able to delve deeper into life because there's so many subtle, so many subtle things uh, that are a part of everyday life that we often um, don't, don't notice either because we're too busy with survival or because we're too busy um, with our thoughts, or maybe we just, you know, oftentimes I'll, I'll, I'll think that um, there's things I could be thinking about that are more interesting than uh, what's actually there. But it is um, a day is an infinite wellspring. So may we drink thirstily from the wellspring of this day and come back for more.